Hey, hey, guys, this is Raj Montaj from The On Call Empath. And in today's episode, I wanted to tackle four ways how to change your internal script. What are some of the questions that, or people that are going through a healing process, how do they know that they're on the right path? Well, I'm going to be talking about four things that that I actually use with my clients that I have them ask themselves before they even start the process because sometimes when we're starting a healing journey, it can be kind of, you know, scary. I mean, um, you're all alone and, you know, you're looking to other people to kind of help you out and you get to a point where it sometimes gets overwhelming. So these are four things that I asked for, that I asked myself when I was going through a traumatic experience, to be honest. So let's dive right in. So the first one is um, that I asked myself, number one is how am I in a pattern? So meaning when you're going through a process of healing, there is a pattern that I know a lot of people that I help, even myself, we go through. And it's like a pattern that was kind of like downloaded to our systems, especially when we were uh, going through a traumatic experience. A lot of the empaths and highly sensitive people out there kind of know what I'm talking about because these patterns are kind of like we're not We're not conscious of it until we actually look back. And some of the things that I do is like I'll write in a journal or even if somebody gives me feedback, if I go to see somebody who's kind of giving me some more moral advice, I'll listen to what they have to say because I tend to go into this certain pattern and I know when I get to a certain point. It, you get to a point where it's a point of no return. You're you're going towards something, you know something's building, and boom, before you know it, you're kind of back in that same funk. So the number one thing I, I tell people is, you know, when you're in a funk, ask yourself, how am I in this pattern and how can I break it? It could be small as taking a different route, doing something different, something very minute, micro tasks that kind of nudges you towards going through the right path rather than, you know, the left path kind of thing. So every little thing counts. For me, I mean, you guys all know that I walk on a daily basis. So yeah, look into your patterns. Number two, how am I replaying the same role? So meaning if you're a mother or if you're somebody at your job that people look up to or you're just a single parent or your family, you have a huge family and you're looked upon as a breadwinner. So these roles can be very stressful because we're expected to play in these roles, especially for people that go to work and they don't like it. They go to the same place every day, or maybe you're just, you know, with somebody who's very toxic. How is that role? What are some of the expectations that you have to that people expect you to be do you do they expect you to be passive do you, do they expect you to be agreeable we're already walking into a you know situation with a you know preconceived notion and i'm guilty of this too number th- number 3 is how am i being true to myself by keeping my boundaries and this is like very big and i've i've said this before in many episodes and i've talked to specialists is poor boundaries is a very 
is is a, one of the hardest things for empaths, highly sensed people, and trauma victims to enforce. It's a constant work. It doesn't happen once. It doesn't happen the next time. You have to keep at it over and over. It's going to be uncomfortable probably the first couple times, but then once you get used to it, I mean, even when I set boundaries, I mean, it's not easy, but I know that if I don't honor myself, then I'm honoring someone else and I'm going to actually get hurt. And so now I've changed the script and now I'm actually putting myself first by putting my boundaries up front. So that way, if it's, it is stepped over more, you know, uh, if it is stepped over by somebody, you know, I, I will give them, you know, a fair warning. And then after that, it's pretty much goodbye. See ya. Because again, as empaths, highly sensitive people, we don't need that type of those types of people in our lives. And if we can't get away from them, we have to be with them. If we're married to them, if they're our boss, if they're our coworkers, there are ways to still enforce boundaries without coming off as a jerk. In fact, it might actually bring more respect to the, another person where people will think twice by you setting the rules up front. We kind of teach people how to treat us. And that's that's a statement that I totally agree with. And one of the things that I tell all my clients is when you meet somebody, if you get the vibe that they're trying to one-up you, or they're trying to you know, maybe talk over you, cut you off, let me finish type thing, that's a that's a indication that maybe this person is not somebody that you want to uh, be around very much. Number four, the fourth and last one is how am I not entering my worth? Like meaning how are you not taking your worth in consideration? A lot of I know a lot of people that I've uh, coached, they feel like they don't have any worth. They have nothing to give. You know, obviously they've been abused all their lives. You know, they, they don't they don't feel that they have anything to offer. So they live in this sort of world where they just let other people kind of lead them. They look to others online to guide them when they, you know, they always look to external forces to make them whole. And so what I try to tell people is, you know, and I'm, and I, this is a belief that, that happens over time is that you have everything that you already need. Let me repeat that one more time. We already have everything that we need. And when I say that, I truly mean that there is not a single person in this world that could make me happy. And I mean, there's certain factors that might raise my, you know, my content, you know, feeling good for a little bit. But I'm talking about true happiness. It it doesn't come from a person or place or thing. It was a decision that that I had to make on my own. And I had to say to myself, I can go to these people for help. Sure, they can help me on my journey into being the ultimate goal of, you know, being happy and content. But I'm going to have to walk through that door and I'm going to have to do it alone. And that's the scariest part because I always used to be like sticking out my hand or maybe looking to other people, going to different doctors, going to different, you know, therapists and going to, you know, certain people online to fix me. But the the matter, the fact of the matter is we live in a world right now where there's a lot of people hurting and, you know, we all heal differently. Not, not one cookie cutter approach works, works for me. That would work for somebody that has been through a hell of a lot more trauma than I have. So there's different, 
different strokes for different folks. And hey, if one method works for you, knock yourself out. I would highly recommend going in that route. I mean, for me, and I, you, you guys know how I am, I'm very transparent about my healing. For me, it was journaling, meditation, walks, getting negative people out of my life. And, you know, some people might say, well, you, you're creating a bubble, you know, it's not good. And, you know, it could it can isolate you. And I'll tell you one thing, and this is my, my stance on it. I, I would say most of the people that I come across, they complicate things. So what I do is I do everything myself. And if something happens, I'm not going to have somebody else do the work for me. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to have to do my own work. And that was the hardest part about this because I would always kind of wait for someone to do the work for me. Because the people that I do go to, which is very few, those people get me in and out. So be careful who you share your most personable things with because they can use that against you as a weapon. And once they do that, it's pretty much like they're going to bring it up later on. The people that I'm, you know, the people that I trust, they'll never, they know like my deepest, darkest um, moments in my life. And, you know, we're not perfect, but they would never use anything to harm me or bring that up in an argument. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people in this world that will turn around and kind of use that against you. So you have to be careful, know your worth. And so that does it for this episode. I want to thank you so much for coming with me on this journey. You're listening to the On Call Impact.